Hello, and welcome to the Bull of Life podcast with your hosts, Joe and Sarah Hayes. We are so glad you are here with us today talking about food, faith, and family, and how each of those topics impact our everyday life. The purpose of this podcast is to provide you with the inspiration to live your life more abundantly. On this podcast, we will talk openly about what we consume, whether that means what goes on our plate and in our mouths, or what we see, hear, and listen to, and how that can change our mindset for the day. We truly believe life is a journey. And that is full of lessons for each and every one of us to apply if we can get quiet and listen. We are so glad we get to experience this life journey together with you. So hey, go grab a spoon. Or a fork. And let's go. Hello and welcome back once again to the Bull of Life podcast. Today on episode seven, we are talking about how to accommodate your guests' food choices this holiday. This can be a tricky subject because odds are someone will show up at your house this holiday season. So that's starting in a few weeks here, Thanksgiving all the way through Christmas, New Year's. And odds are someone's going to come over that doesn't eat the same way as you. Or vice versa, you're going to be at somebody's house where you eat differently than they do. So how do you navigate those tricky waters? Because food choices, well, as we talked about in episode two about tips to live with a non-vegan partner, food choices can be a heated topic. It can create a lot of defensiveness in people a lot of the times. So we're going to talk about that today. So just a reminder, you can find all the show notes with all the links that we mentioned in this episode on our sponsored blog, badtothebull.com forward slash seven. So let's dive in because whether you are the guy in the kitchen cooking or you're the gal in the kitchen cooking, Deep down, we all just want our guests to feel welcome, especially this year, because it's been a heck of a year. Maybe this is the first time you're actually seeing your family or having them over. And we just want a smooth holiday time, because not only do we have this pandemic over us, there's also been other things going on, you know, election, to name a few. (laughs) Right, so. we don't need another heated topic at the holiday time. I'm sure there's a couple others, like she said. I I can't think of them all, but there, there there's a couple going on. So we don't need another one. So let's smooth out the food, right? And, and let the rest just kind of well flow. Yeah, yeah we're mm-hmm. we're not going to dive into that. <laughs> yeah. So, but we do have a great episode episode six, so one episode before this, where we do kind of talk about how to deal more with other family situations. We talked with Enneagram with Emily, and if you don't know the Enneagram, it's great to check out. It's great to learn not only um, what your motivations are, but as we head into the holiday seasons, what other people's motivations might be that show up at your house. So this episode's particular particularly about food, but go check out the episode before this to kind of just get an overall feeling of what to expect from guests or just family members in general this holiday season. Yes, yes. Plenty of of things to, to look over. Right. Yeah. So this is actually, this episode, like Joe said, 
we're talking about food choices. We're particularly talking about food because when you are the hostess, and we're going to talk mainly about being the hostess in this episode, you just, you know, not to be cliche-ish, but you want to be the hostess with the mostess. And a lot of the time, the hostess goes over and beyond when they're hosting holiday dinners, especially. Right. Yeah. There's plenty of food, always way too much, but you know, they, they want to, you, you want to cover it off. It's you, or if you're going somewhere, they want to make sure everyone's comfortable, has enough. Don't want to be like, Oh no, there's none of food. What are we going to do? Right. But then you find out uncle Chris is keto. Right. And you're like, Oh, um, what do you eat? Right. Right. (laughs) So, yeah. So this is a little bit different. You know, they're, you think back, oh, the old times, the old movies, you have the Thanksgiving dinner, you know, you have the certain staples of that, right? Well, things are changing, right? And I guess we got to change, change with it, especially when we're involved with it, with certain foods that we eat in our household. And Yeah. So yeah. And if 2020 has taught us anything, yeah. it's time for some change. Time for some change. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the old standard holiday dinner is changing so let's dive into it right yeah so the first thing to keep in mind if you are the host to start with some grace and respect and we mentioned that in episode two as well always approaching how others eat with respect because not everyone sees the world or eats the same way you do and that's okay And that's going to be important as a hostess to set your mindset like that because it's going to help you understand your guest better. It's going to make you feel better at the end of the day and just treating each other with grace and respect. I mean, we should approach just the holidays to begin with in that aspect with our families. Yeah. Overall for a person's life right now. And I feel like I've been just talking about this over and over and as different things come up as different things are going on in the world which we're not going to talk about but they are going on just yeah it's just grace and respect right now which need a lot more of right and so it's not only grace and respect for for other people but it's also grace and respect for yourself because as a hostess man you know we've both been there you get just as stressed out as I am, and you're not even doing the cooking. <laughs> no, I don't know. And I get, yeah, I get stressed out about something, something. You know, so it's just it's a lot. It's a lot of pressure to have people at your house, and you want it to be perfect. And so, giving yourself grace and respect is really important too. And that's easier said than done. But if you start with your mindset now. And start thinking about it now. You know, maybe by Thanksgiving time that rolls around, you'll you'll be right, there. Right, right. But no, that that's a good point of of getting prepared, having your mind like knowing that day. Okay, if you got to write it down or something like, okay, got to remember this is what this day is about. Giving the guests and myself a little little grace. Think about that going into this ahead of time. Right, it's gonna help. So important. And at the end of the day, even if maybe you didn't get the paleo food choice right, you can say to yourself, I tried. 
I tried. And you know what? Your guest is going to appreciate that. You're going to feel good about that. And it's going to be okay. And I have a great example of this. So when I first went plant-based, my stepmom, I think it was the first Thanksgiving that we were all together, and she bought a kind of fake roast turkey or something. Anyways, we were looking at the ingredients of it, and I was like, oh, no, there's eggs in it or egg whites or something to do with eggs. Anyways, and since I'm plant-based, eggs are a no-no. And it was like, oh, tricky situation. You know, like, what? Wh- how are we going to handle this? And, you know, like, we kind of approached it as, and I don't know if I said it or she said it. It was kind of like, oh, you know, thank you so much for buying this. That was so thoughtful of you. You know, there's already so much that is going in the oven right now. There's already so much other food. I think we're okay. We can probably just skip even making this and, you know, just save another dish from being washed. Right. There's a, yeah. At so. the holidays, there's a lot of other options usually. And, but yeah, the, it was the, the thought. So the, the thought on the hostess part of, your stepmom thinking about it made you feel be like, oh wow, I that was I was blindsided by that. That was really cool. Yeah, it didn't work out, you know. But you know, you both felt good coming away from that. I'm speaking for her, you know. God bless her for doing that. But you know, everyone walks away is like, okay, that was a, a good situation. Everyone tried. No one's no harm done, and. And we all ate and everything was fine. Right. So my next tip, though, would be, hey, why don't you just talk to your guests first? Oh, what a what Yeah. An idea. So, yeah. you know, all our technology at our fingertips this day, ways. you know, it's very easy. Just call your guest. Call them, text them, FaceTime, message. There's so many methods here. And just, you, could you send know. send a letter. Yeah. Before, and especially before you go all Pinterest crazy or spend money on something that maybe they can't eat because those things you know they are pricier usually than other things might be at the store right if so, you're trying to fund all these different uh ways of eating they, yeah they can add up yeah so you know what just call your guest ask them what they normally eat and what their favorite dishes are there's no harm doing that and it's gonna save you a lot of time because I know I've been there where I'm going all Pinterest crazy looking for recipes to, okay, well, these people eat this way and those people eat this way and let me find something that's going to work. And sometimes those might not actually follow the exact pattern of how that guest is eating. So it may say maybe that it's Whole30, but it might not be because maybe that particularly... um, recipe developer was on a different path of whole 30 right different yeah there's there's variety. you know there's yeah variations so just talk to your guests first because it's going to save you a lot of time and it's going to save them a lot of time and um i think about the time joe we were visiting some family and you know, at first, you know, the first night we were there, I was like, okay, I don't think these vegetables, I think they had something in them that maybe was not plant-based. But, you know, what? I let it slide and I didn't say anything. But the next night, actually, you know, I was in the kitchen helping out and 
my sister-in-law was very excited. Look what I found, Sarah Gee. Oh, I bought it because I knew that you could eat it. Wait, actually, ghee is actually is an animal product because it's actually clarified butter. So whereas maybe paleo or Whole30 that's okay on plant-based is no animal products. So, you know, we talked about it and it was okay. It was educational and she wasn't the type that took offense. But you know what? If you actually just talk to your guests beforehand and ask them what they normally eat... You know, that's going to save a lot of confusion or making a dish with something. And then they're like, oh, I can't eat that. Right, right. <laughs> and, yeah, and you found a quick alternative. Right, yeah. Oh, didn't we you? just used olive oil or something <laughs> right, like so that. Right, not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Not a big but deal. Once but once again, the thought counts. Yeah, grace, no, respect. Right. But also could have been it maybe if you just yeah. ask beforehand. Right, right. Yeah. Or avoided. So at the holidays, I think of, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, this is two days before and you found out the guest is coming. Well, you know what you could do is quick send them the menu. Say, hey, we're having these dishes and odds are, you know, I'm just speaking from experience here. You probably have all the dishes pulled up on Google on your phone so you can quickly access them when you're right. cooking. Quick send them the links. Say, hey, are, are these recipes approved? Can you eat these? Right. And, you know, and them being in tune with their diet, they're going to look them over. They're going to let you know because they want something to eat too. Yeah, no one wants to come here hungry. And, <laughs> hey, just think about this. Even if it's uh, someone that, you know, you got to break the ice with. It's the holidays. And like, oh, no, I got to talk to someone. So, hey, then this breaks the ice. Everyone comes and you already talked about it. And... You're having a, a good discussion with somebody that you, you needed to. Yeah, for sure. And third tip here is don't be afraid to ask your guests to bring a dish to pass. Oh, yeah. Because odds are they will secretly be so glad you did. Right. They might be worried like, oh, I have nothing to eat. Right. And, you know, this happens all the time with your family, Joe. Now they just say, Sarah brings, and I say, hey, can, what, what yeah. can I bring? They say, just bring something that you want to eat. Right. <laughs> and I always do. And it's always good. And it's, you know, it's something that usually everyone ends up eating. I usually don't come right, home with nothing. many leftovers. <laughs> right. It's always gone. It's like, oh. So, you know, I, I mean, the only cases might not be applicable is if you're, di you're, um, guest is coming from afar and maybe can't travel with a bunch of ingredients yeah, they're flying or something well yeah right so maybe that goes back to talking to your guests asking them what they normally eat they're gonna be more than happy to share a few recipes with you and odds are they aren't gonna pick the most complicated one when you say hey can you share a few with me they aren't gonna be like well i make this very complicated five hour right. day right oh. or they'd be like i'm sorry you can't come <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, goodness. So, hey, let's do a quick cliff note version of popular diets in 2020. And I say cliff notes because we'll move these through these pretty fast. We're not going to go through all the ins and outs. This goes back to the point of call up your guests right, or so message them if you don't got time to talk on the phone. It's personal. Plenty, yeah. Plenty of ways to message them. So, um, and, you know, they may not follow the diet to a T. Right, right. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. You might be doing personal. hours of research 
for nothing. Right. They've got a little twist like, well, but I'm this, but there's a twist of this because I'm, so I'm kind of this one and this one. Or I'm going to consider Thanksgiving a cheat day. Everybody or, right. says, yay. And, then you're like, you know, oh, that was a okay. simple conversation. That was easy. Yeah. yeah. You heard, you heard Uncle Mike was whole 30, but then you talked to him and he said, but Thanksgiving's a cheat day. Right. So. That saved you a bunch of time. Right there. Yeah. Two second conversation so, or text. Right. So you had, <laughs> uh, like, once again, talking to the guest ahead of time. All right. So first popular diet in 2020, keto. Oh, yeah. We've yep, mentioned a yep. few times already, but what is it? Very popular. High fat, moderate protein, very, very, very low carb. So what do I mean by very, very low carb? I mean not even starchy vegetables. So, what are starchy vegetables? Your favorite, Joe. Oh, no. So yes, Joe would never be probably, keto. Probably not <laughs> keto. So, your guest is not going to eat potatoes. They're not going to eat the butternut squash. They're not going to eat any of the winter squash, your acorn squash, your whatever. They're going to eat the low-carb veggies. Think broccoli, cauliflower, zucchini, spinach, green beans. All of those are acceptable Thanksgiving food dishes. They have nice, bright colors on the table. They they add nice little bright colors. They're going to eat those dishes. They are also going to avoid a lot of dairy. They're going to avoid, um, you know, they're going to go for the, not the desserts or anything like that. So some acceptable things in those categories would be berries on the dessert table. It's going to be acceptable. And you know what? If you got kids at the holiday, they're gonna eat those berries too. So mm-hmm. everybody is because who doesn't like like strawberries or raspberries or blueberries? So grab some of those. They're gonna be able to eat the the turkey, um, just probably not right. the gravy. Right. They're right. not gonna eat the gravy, and they're probably uh, not gonna indulge in any sugary drinks or anything like that that you might be serving as well or stuffing. They're, again, very low-carb. Stuffing's full of carbs. So just think of, you know, very low-carb but high-fat. So if you want to come. So you could have, like, avocado on your salad would be good or something. Yeah. No, I was just saying, welcome to our house because I will eat your potatoes since you're not going to eat them. So you're welcome to come. (laughs) Joe is inviting himself to anybody that's going to be serving Thanksgiving menu that may have everyone else keto, but he will eat the potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So paleo, a paleo diet. So if you're not familiar with paleo, it's kind of focused on this hunter gatherer, what our ancestors ate. They did not eat a bunch of processed food because that did not exist. So I keep just thinking you're wa- you got this basket, you're walking around, you're gathering. I, that, that's what I envision. Right. Yeah. So I guess um, that did not include any legumes, dairy products, or grains. So paleo is not going to eat any of those foods. They are going to eat lean meats, fish, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. They're going to avoid simple sugars, so they're not going to go for the dessert table. They're going to avoid lots of salt. They're going to be dairy-free, and they're going to avoid nightshades as well. And if you're not familiar with nightshades, those are tomatoes, peppers, potatoes, once again, potatoes, and eggplant. That's the only part that throws me off a little bit, but 
for me to easily remember it, I'm just just thinking allowed to remember it. So I'm thinking, well, I'm walking out through the woods, gathering some stuff, but it might be by a river. So I eat fish, those sorts of things. That's what paleo is. That's that's what paleo is. That's what helps me remember. Right. Yes. So again, you know what? They're not going to eat the starchy vegetables. Those are popular at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's very carb loaded, right, right. so they're not going to eat that. Right. And I'm definitely not saying that that good or bad. We're yeah. So that you that know, it's just the the common holiday situation. Right. So think fresh salads that don't have cheese. Think fresh steamed vegetables think they are going to be able to eat the turkey um so yeah so any of those type of foods that they'll be able to eat and along with paleo whole 30 is very similar it also does not do dairy it does not do legumes it does not do grains it avoids sugar usually avoids alcohol now there are different phases in whole 30 and you know with any of these diets if you don't have time to talk to your guests or for whatever reason you feel weird about it, most of these diets, they were created by someone and they'll have an official website. So go to the official website of keto, go to the official website of paleo, go to the official website of Whole30. It's going to tell you, it'll probably even have a blog post around this time of year saying, hey, this is what you should serve at oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. There you go. This is approved. So, um, you know, look for those type of things on the official thing, not on like Pinterest. <laughs> so anyways, so again, just think, you know, fresh, fresh veggies, fresh fruit. That's going to be good on Whole30. No grains, no legumes, no dairy. So if you have a bunch of people on that, maybe you, you know, um, you just, yeah, just skip those out of the dishes. Yeah. And this is another one that is becoming more and more popular or you're seeing more of them. Yeah, definitely. So the next one, yay, it's me. It's plant-based vegan. Well known here in our household. Yes. So anyway, so plant-based and vegan, I think people get confused because those sound interchangeable. It is. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it, 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 it can I be confusing. St still, yeah. You still have to think through it. So plant-based is often, um, so this is no animal products. So no eggs, no meat, no dairy. Nothing that comes from an animal. So the difference between plant-based and vegan, because vegan is also no eggs, meat, dairy. Plant-based also usually avoids oil and does not eat kind of like that junk food, vegan food, which would be considered lots of um, like Oreos or potato chips or fried foods or anything like that. Right, right. Those things may, yeah considered vegan but yeah, think about name not the healthiest right so a plant-based person um you know they have usually gone plant-based for maybe health reasons yeah whereas a vegan you know would consider themselves vegan maybe for some ethical reasons as well yeah another another good way to to describe it or differentiate Right. And then, you know, someone who's plant-based vegan would still be, you know, avoiding all the meat, dairy, eggs, but then they also care about those ethical and health reasons. Right. So, just all, so if when you're all thinking good things. yeah, plant-based vegan, they're just avoiding all animal products. So, um you know, just remember that? That's 
you know, have some nice options for them that include maybe some quinoa that they can throw on their salad or a quinoa, you know, pilaf or something or, you know, fresh vegetables, roasted vegetables they're going to appreciate. They actually, plant-based vegan, love carbs. So they are okay with carbs. Right. Bring on the carbs. Right. So this is a little <laughs> little different from what we've been talking about. Right. They're just more focused on whole foods. Yeah. You know, not processed. So vegetarian, you know, this goes along the same lines. No animal flesh or meat. They often do eat dairy products, or they do, rather. They eat right. dairy products. So dairy, cheese is okay. Sometimes eggs, sometimes not eggs. Um so if you have some vegetarian, just, you know, ask, hey, do you eat eggs? I'm going to make maybe this cobbler or cake. Not a cobbler. I don't think cobbler doesn't have eggs in it. But I'm going to make a cake and it has eggs in it. And, you know, they'll let you know if they're okay with that or right. not. Another thing to just ask the guest. Just ask the guest. And there's lots of variations of vegetarian. And we're not going to go into all those right now. Lacto-vegetarian, avo, pescatarian, lacto-avo. Just ask your guests. If they're vegetarian, hey, do you follow any of, you know, these specialty vegetarian diets? Yeah. Yep. They'll be honest with you. They'll tell you. So our next one is low FODMAP. So this is specific for people who maybe have some very sensitive stomach issues, who have IBS, who have Crohn's, who have something like that. And this is a very specific diet. There's a lot of eat this, not that. So FODMAPs, if you're not familiar with them, are are found in grains, vegetables, fruits, dairy products. And people can be very sensitive to their digestive system. can make them feel really not well. There's so much on these lists. So again, you're going to want to check with your guest. Figure out what they can eat. Figure out what they can't eat. There is a great website called ibsdiets.org, but they may not follow it all the way. Or they might be in a, well, I eliminated a bunch of stuff and now I'm reintroducing it. Yeah, this is going to be very specific to people, right? More so than any of these others, probably, just because so many people, it's, like I said, this specific, they have certain certain things they're trying to work through or certain yeah, it's just probably just need to talk to them. Yeah, exactly. And the same goes for gluten-free because someone might just have a gluten-free sensitivity okay. versus celiac. And those are going to be different. A celiac person, you know, cannot have anything that has gluten. So gluten-free or gluten would be in wheat, barley, rye, and oats in some cases. So, again, you're going to want to ask your guests, hey, you're gluten-free. Um, this is great. There's so many gluten-free products on the market these days. So right. that's that's amazing. But, you know, ask them questions such as, you know, like, are, are you celiac? Like, how severe is it? Because, you know, somebody that has a really severe allergy to gluten, you know, may be worried about cross-contamination in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. You know, a spoon that touched something. Yeah, or a toaster that was used with the same toast or something like that. So, again, just check with your guest, you know, just have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. And remember that respect. 
remember that, Grace? Because at the end of the day, you can say, I tried. And maybe you didn't get it right. Right, right. But you and tried, and everybody's going to be very appreciative of that. Yes. Yeah. That, I don't think there's any be very minimal issues of worrying about someone being offended if everyone tried. Exactly. So let's go into some simple hacks that will make most holiday dishes okay for everyone to eat. And I don't know if you noticed, Joe, but there was kind of a common thread on a lot of these diets that would be acceptable for people to eat. Yeah, there was, yeah. Yeah, your fresh vegetables. Yeah. Your fresh non-starchy vegetables. Your broccoli. So having a lightly steamed broccoli is going to be okay. You know, so, and, and add color to your table as right, well. Right, because, yeah, what, what does it usually look like? You know, the holiday kind of theme. It's fallish colors, yeah, a lot of, it looks kind of brown. Yeah, yeah. Just add some nice color. So, some simple hacks. Our first one would be leave the toppings on the side. So, say you have a salad. Leave your little bowl of bacon bits and cheese and chickpeas and quinoa and you know just leave them all on the side croutons everybody can make their own salad then yeah they can make it the way they want odds are people will really like that too dressing on the side as well for those plant-based uh, right. that are avoiding the oils you know avocados on you could just do it on the side it's a fun little fun little salad bar idea so your next one would be toss with olive oil instead of butter so unless you're a very, very uh, strict oil-free, right, oil, yeah, you know, it's going to be okay most of the time. And probably, you know, one day people are going to be like, okay, I'll, one day is fine. But um, you know, toss with olive oil. That's going to be acceptable on most diets. Or avocado oil or something of that. Um, a lot of these diets, you know, like to use these avocado oils, which are a little less refined. So, um, next one would be use vegetable stock versus chicken or beef stock. Again, very simple. My favorite one, which gets rave reviews, people always ask, like, what did you use? That was so flavorful. Better than bouillon. It's my favorite one. They're vegetable um, base. It's great. They're vegetable stock. So, just swap that out. Use that instead of chicken or beef stock. No one will know the difference. Right. These are things that are can be easily found too not difficult to find right and you know what's amazing too as well you know a lot of gluten-free stuff tastes really great these days so maybe you just swap it out and just don't tell your other guests or you swap out the dairy-free cream cheese or the dairy-free cheddar most grocery stores have these if our rules stores in our area where we live pretty country area if our stores carry these things, which they do, odds are your store will carry them too. And to know the difference, like what we had a salad a couple of weeks ago with some family members where had a... Oh yeah, we had a, a vegan feta cheese on feta, it. that was it, feta. Like, and I asked him afterwards. Like, oh, I did said, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know. Yeah, they have no idea. They're yeah. like, oh, we thought, yeah, that tasted great. Yeah. So... <laughs> So they won't know. They won't know. And with so much else on your plate at the holiday and you're distracted and talking, you no one will know. Nope. So if for your gluten-free or paleo guest, if you're making kind of a poultry dish, consider saving the plain pan drippings for them to use as an au jus instead of making that into a gravy. Right, right. Right, because they're going to be avoiding the, kind of those, 
the flour and, and, and the gravy. For your low-carb guests, some easy options for um, dessert might be fresh berries. We mentioned that. That's great. An unsweetened whipped cream you could serve with that. You could have that as a dessert alternative. You could have a nice appetizer tray. Those are so popular right now with maybe some grapes and spiced nuts and, you know, um, just, you know, a variety cheese cubes and, and such like that. Um, that's going to, you know, satisfy your pretty much vegetarian, your paleo, your Whole30, your keto. It's going to be something a little bit for everybody on a, on a tray like that. Olives. Olives are going to be great. Those yeah. are pretty good. Um, so, yeah, make up a nice little appetizer tray. Have that on the table. It looks beautiful. Um, Gives people something to snack on. Yeah, no which one. people love to snack. You know, it's just it's the holidays. You got the snacks. Yep. You got the dessert afterwards. <laughs> You're right. just, like, eating all day. Just make sure have the utensils to be able to get all the all the items out you know that that'll be a big big issue th- these yeah days, the right? touching, no touching stuff. right yeah yeah so make sure there's utensils for serving for everybody for those guests and we didn't even talk about that the, yeah, the guests yeah, yeah. that are gonna come that are gonna be a little skittish about germs and okay joe and i say this because we are those people <laughs> right no, no, rightfully so even right now and once again giving grace to Whoever comes and how it is, so trying to make it comfortable for everybody that's going to be there. And right, like we said before, people are going to be could be getting out for the first time with family. Exciting, needed at this time, and uh, so wanting to make everyone feel comfortable and welcome, and make this memorable, which it will be this year for sure. For sure, for sure. And so some other little hacks here for your vegan, vegetarian, plant-based guests. Maybe you're worried about their protein. Don't be. Go back and listen to our episode a few episodes ago about vegetables having protein. But if you feel like you need to serve something for protein for them, simple. Put those chickpeas on the side of the salad. Offer, you know, some type of lentils for them or... You know, it doesn't have to be doesn't have to be overly complicated unless they offer to bring something. Oh yeah, yeah. If they offer. If they offer, it's gonna be delicious. Maybe they wanna make that, that nut roast that nut takes roast, a really long yep. time to make, which is so yummy. It's great, but it takes or a, a lentil meatloaf or a whole roasted cauliflower or something. Which, you know, whole roasted cauliflower might actually be a dish that everybody likes. Not appropriate for ho- your low food map fod right. map. But good at the holiday. Nice, yeah, nice dish. So your gluten-free starch option, you know, offer rice. Have a nice rice stuffing dish. Have a quinoa pilaf. You know, there's lots of different things. Gluten-free potatoes are going to be okay with them, you know. So definitely they're going to be okay with that. And my best hack and tip is consider serving your meal buffet style. Oh, Because whereas... The beautiful scene around the table is beautiful. Passing the dishes. But you know what? If you have some guests that have some special food needs, it gets a little awkward when you keep having to pass. You keep having to pass. And then it just feels awkward. And then Aunt Sue beside you is like, why didn't you take any of my stuffing? And then suddenly everybody's looking at you. 
yeah, I just I I have this vision of you know, National Lampoon's Christmas and sitting at the table. Yeah, you got this beautiful vision, but then it just it it just goes downhill. Cut into the turkey smoke, but then <laughs> then aunt whoever, you know, yeah, you you want to avoid that. You don't want anyone uncomfortable. Right. So, serve it buffet style. Have it all, you know, up at the counter area. Everyone comes to the table. You can still have the beautiful scene where everybody sits down, goes around, says what they're thankful for. But they'll already have their food on their plate. And no one at that point is caring what somebody else is eating. Right, right. Everyone's just focused on conversation and their own food. Yep. Right. So, buffet style, that's uh, what we would recommend our best hack here. So... That with giving yourself grace and respect and setting your mindset now. Set your mindset now that no matter what happens, no matter who comes, that it's going to be okay. Right, right. And and there could be those last-minute guests that you got to be prepared for and just have an open mind, be as well prepared as you, as you can, and have some options. Yeah. So how to accommodate your guest food choices this year. I hope you found this helpful. We will link anything that we talked about, special diet-wise, all of the hacks. Those will be on our sponsored blog, badtothebowl.com forward slash seven. And, you know, we hope everyone just has a smooth sailing this holiday season. Although we know in reality, 2020 going to give us some type of glitch during the holidays but we pray that your family has a very you know happy holidays and you know as we head into especially thanksgiving a great way to look at your guest food choices is you can you can be grateful that they're on a journey of finding their own health and well-being because right. I think that's often forgot about. Like, we just get defensive. Like, oh, oh you're, you're keto? You're well, yeah, that's different. Well, how, yeah, how is that? You're going to make me be keto. What? Right. That's absurd. Like, they're, they're not right. out to get just, you with their diet. Right, <laughs> right. But that falls right in line with everything else of, oh, you're different than me because of this. And, yeah, that's not what, uh, that's, we're not going to be united through that. So, hopefully through... Having a nice dinner, nice holidays. Everyone can be family, be united, and grateful find for some each other. Grateful for each other during this year and towards the end of this year, wrap it up nicely. Right? Yeah. So, anyways, so have a great holiday season. We're going to continue these conversations over the next few weeks on how to get through the holidays. So you'll want to stay tuned for that and head over to our sponsored blog badtothebowl.com to check out all the show notes.